0: Welcome to Troweling Down: Biblical Archaeology for the 21st Century. I'm your host Gary Byers, and I'm here with Dr. Stephen Collins, director of the Tal-el-Hammam excavation in Jordan. He's our personal rock star, and will guide us through the rocks of this wonderful excavation here today. So, Steve, we've um, we've been talking about the site and what's all happened here. How God led you to? Reading the Bible led you to, to, uh, to pursue this, how God gave really a small Christian university, Trinity Southwest University, the privilege of excavating this site. We've been doing it for 15 years. We came here because you were looking for the biblical city of Sodom. After reading the Bible, you thought this, this looks like it's the right place. God gave you favor. Here we are, been digging it for 15 years. We have found uh, uh, some amazing things from that city, um, uh, uh, from the time of Abraham, the, the city of Sodom. We found a lot of really amazing things, but maybe one of the most interesting and maybe controversial of all is the evidence that you have here based on what the Bible says as to how this place was destroyed. Now, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 19 that the Lord rained fire down from the Lord in heaven, fire and brimstone. And so that's what the Bible says. And we've come up with all kinds of ideas over the last couple of centuries trying to figure out what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, you have you and and members of our team have come up with some really interesting insights and maybe have have or are close to a smoking gun onto what might have been the cause of the destruction of this massive city. Tell us about it.
1: That particular research has been going on for several years now. And the people who are working on it are from secular universities across uh, America. And we're uh, talking about scientists, astrophysicists uh, um, who are, are dealing, they are specialists in what we call Meteoritic airbursts.
0: Meteoritic meaning?
1: We have a, a chunk of a, a comet or a chunk of a, a, a an asteroid, some kind of Meteor- meteoritic object, that comes sailing into the Earth's atmosphere at um, tens of thousands of miles an hour, and burns up in the atmosphere, and it doesn't create a crater. It it. It bursts, it's coming in so fast that it heats up, it explodes, and creates a superheated plasma that hits the ground and destroys everything on the ground. Uh, Tunguska, Siberia, 1908, had something uh, like this. Um, Chelyabinsk, Russia in 2013, had a very high explosion. It really didn't do a lot of damage on the ground, didn't kill anybody. Damaged about 1,500 buildings, but um, it was very high, like 10 or 12 miles high. But it's still the same kind of phenomenon. Uh, It's an airburst, it's an explosion that occurs when um, a meteoritic object has enough uh, mass and velocity and the right trajectory to heat up in the atmosphere and completely disintegrate and explode upon the ground as a superheated plasma. Now, those events leave signatures. Yes. Now, the Tunguska event flattened, radially flattened, 2,400 square miles of trees.
0: I've seen the photographs of that yes. in the movies, yes.
1: And uh, w- w- this event is, is not on a par with that necessarily. The destruction here is something on the order of 400 square kilometers. In other words, the total Eastern Kikar, all the cities of the plain, the cities of, of that location. But um, we've been finding some very important uh, proxies or call, or signatures of those kind of events. There are certain chemical signatures uh, that happen, platinum spikes, um, uh, salt spikes, because we think it came from the southwest and blew up over the Dead Sea and pushed, the, uh, pushed superheated uh, brine. Uh, and uh, vaporized Dead Sea water uh, and, and, and salt up over the landscape. And by the way, the um, in, in the destruction layer of the MB, the salt content is 6.9 percent. Above it, in the surrounding region, it's only one percent. In the landscape here, below it, same thing. But in that layer, we have a very high salinity content, and so. Um, there are these kinds of smoke, and there are dozens of them, little microspherals of melted material and so on. Uh, but one of the most important things is the directionality. And we could certainly talk about that from the point where, where we're sitting.
0: So um, the, uh, the destruction, we're actually sitting on, on the floor of the, of the destroyed city. Uh, the destruction level all around us has this high content of salt yeah unlike anything below it that has been looked at and then above it. And that's not the stuff that we do as archaeologists. That's not the things we do, but that's what those astrophysicists and those other guys. Geologists and people have been like working. that. Yeah, exactly. Wh- why, did, why did they start to work on that here in this region?
1: Well, because they heard about what we were doing. They heard about our, our, our thoughts and, and speculations about what could have possibly destroyed the city of Sodom. And since they're airburst guys, I mean, they study these kind of, uh, of events and um, they publish in, in major, major journals, this kind of stuff. And, um, but they have never seen in the history of the world one of these events happening over a populated area mm. where it actually did its massive damage uh, to, a, to a, a populated urban area. When they found out the possibility of that kind of event destroying an entire civilization, of course, they immediately picked up on the idea of, well, that's what happened to Sodom. I mean, it looks very much like the Genesis 19 event. And as you said, it says, uh, the Lord rained down, and it says, sometimes the translation is, burning sulfur. Well, actually, it's it's two different words, and, and it's not an adjective and a noun, it's two nouns. And it says, Goprit and Esh. Now, Gopri is sometimes tra- translated brimstone, but it doesn't mean brimstone. It's translated elsewhere in the Bible sometimes as lightning. And so what is it? It's, it's, a, it's a hot, <laughs> yellowish, kind of fiery thing. What is it? In the Akkadian, you go back in the, in the Akkadian, it means burning stones.
0: Burning stones. Hot burning stones.
1: And so the idea of burning stone and fire coming out of the heavens from Yahweh sounds remarkably like a, will you say, a phenomenological description of a cosmic airburst event. And so these guys picked up on that and looked at that and went, wow, here would be the first time in the history of this uh, science to see what, uh, what happens to an urban area when it's hit by one of these Meteoritic airburst events.
0: Now, one of the members of our team is particularly leading that part of the uh, of the research. Yeah,
1: Dr. Philip Sylvia,
0: and he uh, he did his PhD work on this very event, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Yes, he did. And uh, we'll have to get him on camera one of these days. But let's talk about the directionality. Okay. Because these things come from a direction, and we think it came. It's very clear. It came from the southwest. So southwest is that direction.
0: So we're so here. Here we are. We're sitting in, in this part of the Middle Bronze Age palace of the time of the destruction, destruction material all around us in this hole. And, uh, and Southwest is over there. And, and you say, we can, we can say with some assurance that that's where this destruction came from, this meteoritic airburst came this way. Yes, How can we know that?
1: Well, uh, there are a couple of things within 10 feet of us <laughs> right here that, that are very dramatic. Well, let me give you three, okay. quickly. One, this floor, now we've excavated down to a lower floor, a previous floor, but this floor right here went all the way across this area. And on this floor, we found the remnants of about 1,200 different vessels from that period strewn from one end to the other in a northeasterly direction and smashing up against this wall. So we have vessels, now we find a piece of the same vessel over there, and pieces of it here, pieces of it there, and pieces of it smashed against the wall. Here's another evidence. This big stone, which is a few hundred pounds, (laughs) Yes. uh, It's about a meter plus, uh, probably about 400 pounds, and you can see it sitting sideways on the floor. So so this is the bottom? This is the bottom. Yes. This is the top. And if we look at it, you can see the grinding surface. So this is, this is a grinding stone. Yes, it's called a saddle kern. Why is it called that? Because if you turn it back over where it's originally sat, right here on a dirt pedestal, you could literally sit on it and grind the grain. And it
0: kind of looks like a saddle where yeah. you'd sit in between.
1: We also found grain. All over here, strewn across the floor and smashed up against the wall. Which means that the grain was on the saddle kern when it turned over and hit the floor and smashed up against the wall. And now, I, I helped you pull out some of that grain.
0: Yeah, it was burned. Yes, yeah, carbonized grain, and we and we uh, we actually did a carbon fourteen test on it.
1: Yes, we did, and, and it dates it to seventeen hundred BC plus minus fifty, which would relate to the time of uh, Abraham. Abraham exactly. Now. What's interesting is, this thing was on a pedestal. How do you move this saddle current of hundreds of pounds, off its, roll it off its base, and which direction is it rolling? Right to the northeast.
0: With the destruction The destruction the is
1: coming from this direction, and it pushes this huge stone off its... Now, that's not all the damage that was done. Because I want you right behind you, Gary, put your hand right on the top of that mud brick wall. Now that's a, if you look around the site, all the mud brick walls are sheared off at about that level. You see, it's it would be as flat as a pancake, like this. So all the walls are sheared off. Now these are multi-story buildings. Where's the rest of the buildings? We said, well, maybe they melted away. You know, they're made of mud brick on stone foundations and maybe they melted away. Well, wh- if they melted away, where should you find the decomposed melted mud bricks? Down the hill in the swale. It would, it would all melt down and it would, it would pile up. You, you should have several meters thick of decomposed mud brick down in the swale just to the northeast of us. We excavated down there. What did we find? We get below the, uh, the, the Iron Age, just like here. We land on the Middle Bronze Age destruction layer, no decomposed mud brick. uh, Broken mud bricks in the matrix of the destruction a meter, meter and a half deep, but no decomposition. Which means that these buildings did not sit and decompose. They were literally sheared off and blown off their foundations at about the height of the defensive walls and ramparts that surround the city.
0: Well, this is. Um, <laughs> it was explosive. This was. This is explosive, and that was explosive. So the the evidence for the city of Sodom being right here at this location, uh, we have we have archaeological evidence of a massive destruction from that time period. We have uh, uh, organic evidence, carbon fourteen evidence of of a destruction of burning and fire at, at that time period, and then we've got evidence from astrophysics and uh,
1: and physical
0: dynamics of what's on the ground and, and the physical dynamics so uh, maybe we've solved the case of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah it was a real event it really happened and we think it happened right here
1: yes and what's interesting is there's only been one according to the, according to the scientists who study these things there's only been one event even suggested in the history of the planet of an airburst event destroying a city. And that's the story of Sodom in the Bible. And guess what? This city was destroyed by a meteoritic airburst event.
0: It's better than a Sodom sign. It's better than a Sodom sign. Well, this is, uh, this is troweling down biblical archeology span for the 21st century. And you're seeing it, it goes back 3,500, 4,500 years. But this is the city of Sodom, of Sodom and Gomorrah. And here we are. Come back next week for some more.